Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. From all your friends at Podcast One, thank you for a wonderful 2018, and we hope 2019 is even better. Hey, it's Adam Carolla. This is Heather Dubrow from Heather Dubrow's World. Hey, it's Steve Austin from Steve Austin Show. Hey, this is Rob Riggle. And Sarah Tiana from Riggle's Picks. This is Caitlin Bristow from Off the Vine. Hey, this is Kelsey from The Lady Gang. Happy New Year from Podcast One. It's that little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, from negative to positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you gotta play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. (sighs) Ah. Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Harrison Ford honors Billy D. Williams. Is Vader going to be in episode 9? I don't think so. And Vader, fan film. News at 11. Here we go. This stupid phone on. Turned it off twice. <laughs> Happy 2019, everybody. Welcome back to Collider Jedi Council. I am Christian Harloff, a.k.a. Darth Harloff, a.k.a. Harloff Minor, a.k.a. Excited for 2019, and I hope you guys are as well. We are live and joining us today, 
Kylo Ken, Ken Napsack. Happy New Year, pal. Happy New Year to you. you Haven't doing? seen you yet. Happy New Year to Cody and Adam. Happy New Year to Kim sitting right next to me. Kim Horcher joins us again. Hello, Kim. How are you? Hey. Happy New Year. Hey, happy New Year. How are you doing? Tired. No. My second coffee. Oh, I had two. That's what I had two. <laughs> Ken, you really get in the Luke beard. I like it. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I could do I this think if he you want. He wants to like pull. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, yeah. That's like. Uh, yeah. That's. I like uh, that. It's like half and half. Yeah. Like half Sith, half Jedi. It's true. In truth, it's Arthur Morgan from uh, from Red Dead Redemption Two. You were obsessed with this game. I'm obsessed you? with Red you Dead Redemption. You lost two. four horses. You lost four horses. <laughs> been a tough ride. All right. Well, not going to be a tough ride for us today because we're going to be talking about the thing we love, and that's Star Wars. And there's a lot of stuff going on in the world of Star Wars movie news. Ken, what's happening? Hey, we're going to lead off with our princess, our general, Leia. Yes, we all know that. Unfortunately, we just, uh, while we were on our little break two years ago, we lost Carrie Fisher. A lot of people uh, have posted tributes and thoughts, Billy Lord as well. But her brother, Todd Fisher, is working on a new book. I, I, th- I do believe it's out about his sister, Carrie, and his mother, uh, Debbie Reynolds. Uh, so, or at least it's her. I can't, I, it's the family relations sometimes. Yeah. Jolie Fisher's still out there. Remember her? Great actress as well. Uh, anyways, uh, he was talking about what is coming in episode nine, uh, not getting into, you know, Spoiler territory, but he does say there's a lot of minutes of footage. I don't mean just outtakes. This is unused new content that could be woven into the storyline. That's what's going to give everybody such a great kick. It's going to look like it was meant to be, like it was shot yesterday. We're not allowed to talk about the details of anything, but we're thrilled at what's been done. Now, Todd, as we know, he was kind of the first to say this, like, and we we were all kind of like, ah, Todd, you're, you're crazy, but he's been right uh, all along, obviously, he would know, and uh, it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, I buy it. I mean, I think that they're probably going to handle it. Not probably. I know that. God bless you. I think they're absolutely going to handle this with class. I think that they they're going to. Um, there's, they're not going to pitch this in the first place if they can't pull it off because. All eyes, first of all, it's Star Wars. So all eyes are on every single thing that you're going to do if it's not trying to pay homage to one of the greatest characters and greatest actresses that we've had in this franchise. So I think that J.J. Abrams, um, the people of Lucasfilm, are going to use the right footage. They're going to comb through this stuff. They're going to make sure that it fits the story. They're gonna probably, they probably wrote for it to make right. sure, okay, this is what we have. Now, we know we had that particular scene where she says this. How can we... Make sure that this, you know, woves and weaves and woves into whatever yeah. that word is to go inside. Weaves and woves. Weaves and woves. Like. Weaves and woves. Very hobbit like. Thank you. I don't know. Weaves and woves. and woves. My coffee hasn't kicked in yet. But <laughs> regardless, it's got to it's got to make sure that it all fits together. So I think these are probably accurate comments. What do you think? I mean, probably because we have you know a a world who has you know grown to love or have experienced a fervor in love for Carrie Fisher after her death. But is there any way he's going to say, no, I don't really like it? No, of course not. True. I, I imagine we're going to see a lot of one-shots with her, and then it'll cut to a one-shot of, like, Poe Dameron talking to her that they've crafted around what she's saying. Like, she could say, like, yes. And he'll go, really? Do you want to change all the plans right now and send the, the re- rebellion this way? And she'll go, uh-huh. <laughs> go back. You don't think there's going to be a little bit more dialogue than that? <laughs> I mean, I, I understand. They're probably going to do definitely a lot of those cuts. Just, just I still think, I mean, I, behind I, the scenes footage of Gary on set with, with Gary right. the dog. Just like Stop that. Yes. BSing yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there'll be a little bit more dialogue. What do you think? Uh, I think there will be a little more. Though now I do kind of want to see Kim's right. yes. version come to pass here. Yeah, look, it's not going to be be Peter Sellers as uh, you know in, the, in the, that Pink Panther movie where he passed away during it and it's just a shot over his shoulders. Um, 
if, if it was just that, I don't think they would do no. they would do it there. But but it will be interesting to see, you know, what you know when you start rolling up your sleeves and digging into what it might be. You know, is it unused footage on Dakar where she was talking to Maz Kanata? And do you just take her out? I'm sure you could just take. You know, you don't need the background. You know, you can. Right. Photo clip art that, um, and I, I think uh, I think if they they found a way to do it that the family liked, uh, I, I'm confident in it. I'm sure there will be a couple scenes. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. no, you said so, but you said something there like too. They're going to pull footage from episode seven yeah. and episode eight, right? Yeah. But the other thing you got to remember though is that if you're looking at, let's say there's a particular, they have a big chunk of dialogue they know they, they they went back they looked at all the the footage and they said okay let's let's write this scene and how it's going to work and so and so's in the room with her and they're, they're doing this and they set up all these shots and they know what she says in these clips but like you're saying there's going to be a lot of cutaway stuff to where they could have someone who looks like her from the, the peter sellers oh, yeah, thing, peter right? thing yeah 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 yeah. and being able to add more dialogue that way throughout sure. the scene and then be able to cut back to her there are ways i think that people are going to be amazed in the way that they actually pull this off i think that they're going to yeah. do it and i think she's going to be in it more than we think and i think she's going to have more dialogue than we think yeah i mean like you said earlier you can't you can't screw this up at this level where she is so beloved and people are going to be paying extra attention to this you have to do a brilliant job. You have to go beyond just, you know, passable, serviceable, right. over the shoulder, yes, yeah. kind of dialogue. Yeah. No, people got people to tear up. People got to go, th- yeah. that, that's the it, way that it, they should have done it. Yeah. You can't look like Wayne and Garth in London in Wayne's <laughs> world. <laughs> right. Right. We are in London. <laughs> right, right. So um, yeah. I, I think that the comments are, I think, but, because you're right in the fact that if he's asked about it, he's not going to go, oh, it's terrible. They shouldn't have done it. That's not going to happen. But the detail that he went into inside of it, because he could have said, yeah, it looks good. I'm glad that they're going to do it, and, and we're excited to see what happens. That's more of kind of like, a, of course. But yeah. when you get that detail and you start really getting excited about it, that gets me excited. The one, the one thing I was about Todd Fisher is he's, a, he's wonderfully kind of rough around the edges in terms of Hollywood. Like, he was, uh, I didn't go to the memorial for her, but uh, Scrimshaw did. Joseph Scrimshaw oh. did. He spoke there. And he, and, and he remarked that, that Todd Fisher was very kind of like, he doesn't care about the rules, so to speak, yeah. in a way. So he might – he's protective enough that maybe he would, but I think Kim's right. You know, he's going to even frame it differently. Yeah. So I think his enthusiasm's protective, but but if he didn't like it, he might say something. Right. He's that type of kind of um, – been around um, the block. Well, bit, we're not too far away. It's this year, kids. And That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Nuts. All right. What's next? All right. What is next? Uh, Game of Thrones. Of season. It. Oh, that's not yeah. okay. Uh, hey, all right. So sometimes we like to dive in, and we always like to give this little preface here. Sometimes there's crazy rumors around the internet. A friend of mine just the other day texts me. He goes, hey, is this story true? And I go, well, there's this one guy that makes videos. Yep, that's the guy. Don't believe that story. You never know. Right. But we always like to dive into it. So this week, it's come back. Full circle, almost, to this oh. idea of Darth Vader's ghost. Not necessarily Anakin's. Maybe Anakin's. Maybe Darth's. We don't know. Darth Vader's ghost will appear in Star Wars Episode Nine. I'm going to start with you, as, as we yeah. often do, but because you have, you have, you seem to be putting down your chips on a hard no. Yeah. Um, well, this is this is slash film. Yes, our buddy Peter. Uh, well, there's a couple different links. Yeah, yeah. They, I think it, Peter, our buddy Peter Sorrento yeah. had done a bunch of stuff too, and he kind of broke down why. I do not think this is going to happen. I think this is more of, an, uh, again, this is Peter 
again, who I respect very much, so was going through the footage, kind of old stuff. The, the, uh, yes, you're right. It was the, the art of the Force Awakens. Kind of, of go Force. back to the development stuff. Yes. And he's speculating. He's speculating. Right. He's not. He's not saying that he heard anything or that he had a source. He's putting together speculation of why he thinks it could happen. And I think it's a fair speculation. I'm just on the other side of it. I don't think that they're going to have. They're definitely gonna, not going to have an Anakin Force ghost. Um, will there be references to Vader? There's. There has been already. I mean, mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Both Force Awakens and Last Jedi. There'll be a reference again, but I don't think they're going to show him. I don't think they're going to show Anakin. So, no, I do not believe that any Force Ghost of Vader is going to be anywhere. I think that the main Force Ghost they're going to focus on is Luke. So, is bringing Anakin back is something, I think, tenuous with the Star Wars series in that they do it a lot, and it isn't always good. It's a lot like some kind... I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, but J.K. Rowling needs to stop with bringing back these old backstories for characters that have already been established. It's just... It gets to the point where it's too much, and it's kind of a disservice to itself. That said, we have J.J. Abrams back in charge, correct? Mm -hmm. I think he is the type to lean more toward, uh, you know, kind of... I don't want to say fan servicing, but fan servicing, and he could do it. You're absolutely right. He absolutely could do it if there was someone that was going to do it inside of this because he was the one who set it up with the mask and everything, too, in Force Awakens. So I think you're right that if it was going to happen, it certainly would happen in J.J. Abrams' version in the series that he started in Episode 7 to Episode 9. Um, I just don't think that they're going to focus on that. Is it possible? It's it's absolutely possible. I think that the redemption angles are going to come from... Kylo Ren, I think that the the actual Force goes itself is going to be Luke Skywalker, and I think they're going to do any fan service at all of reconnection. It's going to be Emperor Palpatine. That's that's my that, that that's where I think it's going to. Palpatine happen. sounds like a bummer to me, though. It depends on how it's connected. It hmm. depends on how it's connected. If it, if it's just like randomly. Just kidding! Didn't fall down that shaft. Psych. Then, yeah. <laughs> then then yes, that's. But if they can connect it in a way, because he did tell Anakin in Episode Three that. There was a way to cheat death. He found a way to, that, you know, he learned everything he knew from his master, master in, in, in Plagueis. Hmm. Will there be a reference to Plagueis? Can they put that through? You know, I don't think Plagueis will be there. I don't think Snoke is Plagueis anymore. I had that theory a long time ago, which was not right. But I think that, um, I think that that's where they would go more so than, than going with, uh, with Anakin or mm-hmm. Vader. What say you, Kenneth? Uh, I love that Kylo worships his grandfather. I love that it kind of messed him up when he discovered who he was related to. That's part of his backstory. Uh, I don't know if it's part of his future. I don't know if I even need it to be part of his future. Uh, But because it's referenced a few times, I like how Snoke uses it kind of to dangle over his head. You ain't as cool as you think you are, which we know in Episode 7 is his fear. Ray discovers that. Um, So, you know. (laughs) What a punk. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's I still think his first defeat is that interrogation scene where she's like, oh, you ain't as tough as you think you are. So uh, I think it would make sense in some way, but more of a reference. I don't think much like Yoda at the tree. I don't think Vader needs to return. Yeah. Um, What say you guys? Do you think he's going to show up? The force ghost of either Anakin or Vader will show up in episode nine. Comment here live if you're watching live or make sure you hashtag Collider Jedi Council. Do it through the, the tweets. Or you can do it when you're watching on the rerun. 
Do whatever you want. If you listen on podcast, just scream it out out your window. Just scream it out your car yeah. window. Yeah. All right. What's next? Hey, you mentioned it. 2019. Uh, you know, Cody hates when I sit like this, by the way. Does he? Is, uh, yeah. Does he hate it? Cody, yeah. do you hate that? Yeah. He's thrown, yeah, he he's thrown a donut at me before. Um, Free and did donuts. you eat it? Free donuts. donuts. <laughs> That's a compliment. New Year's, uh, New Year's Day had a bear claw. Yeah. It was so good, I didn't eat for a day and a half. It was, it was that good? It was, huh? I also might have died of sugar huge? shock. But <laughs> yeah, it was giant. Um, I would wish there was a Truman Show type camera. You should, yeah. yeah I, really I was did. like, let's start the new year off exactly how I planned it. Yeah. Yeah. Crying after each one. Oh, God. It was the best thing. It was the best thing hitting you. No. California eatery on Burbank. Oh, man. It's it good stuff. Right, yeah, that? it does. It's close by. Go for lunch. Um, <laughs> we're in 2019. That means it's a big year for Star Wars. Wars. Whether you know, 2018 was was uh, it was it was a tough year. Even someone like me who's generally really positive, and and other people, like, 2018 brought some strife. We we can't deny that. But 2019's here, and, and Scott Mendelson, who uh, writes a lot uh, for Forbes, Forbes yeah. um, Scotty Mendo uh, says uh, Star Wars is the third most anticipated movie of 2019. Avengers four, Captain Marvel coming in a little before it. I don't know Captain the, Marvel at two. I, look, I don't know that. I'm not one. I'm I, not the one running the scientific research here. I, I know. Scott Mendelson, and I think he's a nice guy. I think a lot of his uh, articles and, and uh, things sometimes are wacky and, and, and out of control sometimes, to be completely honest. Uh, <laughs> Do you I, want me? I'll give you the whole list. Wait, is this his opinion or his, a poll? Yeah, well, I, can't, I don't hey, know. Here are the results of three, 30... It's a weird no, They've got the numbers People wrong. 3,500, but it looks like 35,000 voters who participated in a okay. late December survey. Without further ado, yeah. so, so there's some, there is some science behind it. Is there, though? It seems like there's an unfair bias about the timing of this. Yeah. Maybe. I'm, I mean, we haven't had a good uh, Star Wars movie yeah. in a while. It's Avengers of Endgame, <laughs> Captain Marvel, Episode Nine, Spider-Man Far From Home, Toy Story 4, Glass, Lion King, Aladdin, Dumbo, Joker. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and disagree with Mr. Mendelssohn on, okay. on the... Uh, I, I'm gonna. I'll agree with number one. I because to be completely honest, and I've said this yeah. right now, I, I am. I'm more excited about Endgame okay. coming out than I am Episode Nine. I'm very excited about Episode Nine, and I want to see it. But I've been. I just everything. I've been watching this this show inside of Marvel for so many oh, years. Yeah. I want to see how it ends. Um, you're so, going by amount of years, and you're not including Star Wars. No, I'm saying the way that it's the way that this movie, the way that this whole series has started from Iron Man I love leading up fights. until yeah, leading up until um, Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, it's like a serialized Netflix show. What I've been watching. So Star Wars has not been over the last couple of years. I think I'm much more excited to watch Episode Nine because I. I still have questions in my head about where this is going to go. I do too. I feel like I can figure out where Endgame's going to go. I mean, you know that they're all going to come back. Yeah. You're yeah, right. We're not idiots. We're going to no, kill uh, off I, I Spider-Man and Black Panther. Uh, of course not. But I mean, but there's there's just something about it that it, it, it just delivered more for, for, for me over the last couple of years than, than a couple of other Star Wars movies have. But my point is, I want to see episode nine. Way more than I want to see Captain Marvel, and I want to see Captain Marvel a lot. I want to see Spider-Man more than I want to see Captain Marvel, and I want to see Captain Marvel a lot. I just don't think that if you put a poll out to 100,000 people, Mm -hmm. that Star Wars... Star Wars will probably come in number one on a lot of those polls. I can't see it coming in number two, so I'm going to disagree with that list. Star Wars 1, Captain Marvel 2, uh... Endgame 3, Spider-Man 4. All right. Ken? 
Uh, episode nine one, uh, the remake. Uh, uh, excuse me, the f- the fan film Young Guns three that Nathan Hamill and I are making. Are you guys really doing it? Uh, no. Oh, I wish we pitched yeah. it. It involves time travel. Oh, um, I like it. Uh, yeah, then uh, the event, Captain Marvel, I, I definitely want to see what, what Brie Larson is going to do with this, and there's a lot of anticipation and uh, uh, like relevance the behind it. The first trailer was good, yeah. really good. I'm like just wanted no context for her punching that old lady, right. huh? You, well, you, you, you liked just, it better. No, no, no. I just, you just <laughs> you talk about predictable. You knew that that, uh, that was the case. You yeah. knew that she wasn't going to hit an old lady in the face. She no, was one there's, of those, yeah. it's, it's a bad old lady fake. Yeah. It, it's a little, it was a little cartoon. Here's the, here's the nice thing about this, though. All ten of these movies on this list are going to come out, whether you want to see them or not. Well, you have a choice. You know? we also true. don't have to pick. We could see all of them. You could see all of them. That's this true. Is what, this is, yeah. This but is I don't know. I mean, once again, if you're listening to podcasts, scream out the window. Scream what, what, out. What's, your, what's your top ten? But if you're, right, if you're watching right now, what are the top four in those order which you wanted to see? Now, I'm going to say there's probably a bias for this show that a lot of people are going to put episode nine as number, number one and, and and I understand it. Um, but uh, go ahead and put your list. Let's see what you got. And, 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 t- and tweet. Do the same thing. Hashtag yeah. Fighter Jedi Council. Let's see what you got. Is that everything in the world of movie now? Uh, one final little fun got? note. Uh, it, 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 Harrison Ford and gosh darn it, I had the exact quote and I wanted to read it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford gave a video presentation when Billy D. Williams received an award, and he had some nice things to say. I just want to say how much working with you was a pleasure, a revelation, your vision, your, your vision, your precision, and your professionalism. What you brought to the character, the ideas you had, a pretty package, my man. Beautiful. And it was a great pleasure getting to know you, seeing you all over the years. I miss seeing you more often. You're a great man. You deserve this. All the best. Yeah. Uh, Billy D. Williams tweeted about it there. And um, yeah, for, me, for me, I'll start, you know, I love... You know, we're finally seeing Billy D and Nine, and much like I loved when when Mark Hamill in the focus of Seven and Eight, and so even just Seven, when we didn't know he was just going to be standing on the hill, I always ble- believed. Uh, you know, Carrie was Carrie and did her wonderful life and writing, and, and and Harrison went off and was grumpy and flew his planes and became the biggest one of the biggest stars in the world. And and Mark was one of the ones that's like, yeah, I'm Luke Skywalker, and I'm here with the fans, and I do all this other cool stuff. And I loved Episode Seven. He got his kind of little reward. It's like. You're you're now back at everyone's top of everyone's heart, you right. know, and I think this is what's happening with Billy D. And this is that's great to see. Yeah, and this is again just to say this was at the American Black Film Festival where this award was. was well, okay, given. yeah, I didn't yeah. got it. And um and you're right because we've been saying this since 2014, 2013. Where's Billy D? Why aren't they putting Billy D? Oh, he's going to be in Rebels. That's great, and I'm glad that he's in right, right, that right. he's in it. But when's he coming back to the films? He's going to be an eight. He could have been an eight with that scene. With he should have been. He an should have instead of Miles Canada for that right. scene. Yeah, he yeah. But here's my point, and here's where Ryan Johnson said, like, he could have put him there. He could have been Canto Bite. But is that good for the character? Now we have this. You now might we have be, this. Yeah, and, and depending on what happens in nine, you might be a hundred percent right to where you can come back and say, look, because I don't like the Maz scene. That's I, one of my I least know, favorite no, parts. You're right, of but maybe Jedi. it just didn't, maybe it's, it's, it just didn't fit, and then you have to do a lot with yeah. with the character. Maybe it doesn't fit into where it goes now. Mm-hmm. So, to your point, I think that this is them finally gearing up. Lando's back. Yeah. Now, he also came back inside of Solo. The character of Lando came back, yeah. and I thought Donald Glover... Did you not like the, the Glover? No, Glover I did, thing? but that's not the same. I mean, when you say Rebels, when you say another actor... I think yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what I, mean, what I mean more... So, you're right. It's not the same as far as Billy Dee Williams, but it is... What I mean is it's putting Lando back in the, in the forefront, and mm-hmm. it's putting him back to people like, Oh, Lando. Well, Lando, where's, yeah. where's the guy who originated Lando? And now we're getting him. And now the for this was really nice to see Harrison Ford honoring him. The words yeah. were very sweet, and it's nice to have Billy D back. I thought that was really sweet. I got a little, 
I got a little choked up. A little choked up. Yeah, yeah. that they're, you know, this decades long, I don't know if it's a friendship, but it's a kinship of yeah. some sort of being involved in this big thing together. And I wanted Lando back when the beacon called. I, you know, not even Canto Bite, just right, at some yeah. point we've been missing him. Yeah. Maybe he did hear the beacon. Maybe that's what we find out. Because we do find out, I think, and you guys might have discussed this last week, that it takes, uh, it takes place a year well, last week was pre-taped, so I think we missed that we did official miss that confirmation. Okay, so, yeah, it takes place. In- I mean, it's, it's official. So I think Boyega said it, and they're kind of running yeah. with that. Yeah, it's a, yeah, year yeah, later, a year later, which yeah. is good because we've, had, we've always had, um, mm-hmm. except from Force Awakens to Last Jedi, we always had a jump in time. So there's going to be some stuff that we'll learn inside of the crawl um, about yeah. what that year is going to do. And maybe inside of that year we find out that Lando did respond to the beacon. Maybe that's one of the people who did. Maybe maybe not. We'll, we'll find out. But he's going to have some part to play, and I'm excited to see it. Uh, that's everything yeah. in the world of movie news. Now we're going to jump on over to Canon. And what is the deal with Canon? Greedo, let us know. And this is everything that kind of ties into the franchise that's not the movies. It could be TV shows or comic books or novels or toys, whatever it is. It could be something very interesting. And Ken, I know that we have a story here that's not necessarily tying into the canon, but it is something that came out. And I, I'll, I'll, you want to start with that? Yeah, yeah we'll start, do it. let's start do with it. that because we titled the episode with it. We might as well get into this. Yeah, might as well do it. Go ahead. Tell me, tell me a little bit about it, and then I'll. Then I'll uh, yes, uh, it is uh, was the much anticipated fan film put together by Star Wars Theory. Uh, this is uh, what is it called? Shards of the Past, um, put together uh, Star Wars Theory fan film uh, of a proposed Vader series, so to speak. Yeah, uh, it's a post Revenge of the Sith fan fiction, uh, very successful, uh, four million views, I think, and counting. Uh, of uh, came out uh, a couple weeks ago. It now? Came out a couple yeah. weeks ago, and I saw this thing, and, and a lot of times I, I, I watch a lot of fan films when they come out and he was oh that's nice it's a nice uh, homage if you will but this one got me because I've been I've been talking about a Vader film because a lot of times like we said you could do a Vader film and very similar to what Kim was just talking about the first thing people say is oh, we've seen it before we've we, had a Vader trilogy but we haven't we haven't in a way we, right but that's the, that's the answer that a lot of people say people say we've had a Vader trilogy we didn't we had the beginnings of what kind of where Anakin kind of came from but we never really saw what happened with Vader the conflict that he had from being Anakin the transfer over to Vader the hunting down of the Jedi we never saw any of that Except when you really started getting into it in Lords of the Sith novel, the comic book, which is the early company, which is fantastic now. And this fan film by Star Wars Theory, I thought encapsulated all of that stuff. I think there was a dialogue fantastic. That wasn't the best, but it captured a spirit of it captured a spirit of Star Wars that I think honestly a little bit has been missing. And I it, it really popped to me the same way that the comics did, and I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I, re- I reached out to you right away. I reached out to Fernandez and Ronnie. I said, we got to talk about this thing because I thought it was a really good job. Did you watch the whole thing? I eventually did, yeah. Yeah, and what did you think? Uh, you know, i respectful of anyone who puts $100,000 of their own money that they can't make profit from uh, and puts their passion and creativity. I, I'm historically not a big fan film person. Hardware Wars and Troops are my favorite ones yeah. at times. It's, it's reminded me of that, and, and I think a lot of uh, a lot of effort was put into it. And, and, and the next one, he has an update on what's coming. Yeah. So I think uh, I, I respect passion and when creativity. When is the next one coming? Because I'm looking forward. He, he hooked me. He got um, me. I don't think there's... 
Dex Vader, because $100,000 was the cost of the first one. Yeah. Uh, Vader Films going to require a larger budget, budget going forward. Um, expected the second episode is going to be roughly $250,000. Yeah, but you know what he did that was very smart? Jesus. Yeah, but what he did that was very smart was that he took the risk, mm-hmm. put his own money into the first one, and it caught fire. Because yeah. Yeah, because people, I think a lot of people responded the way I did. With, oh yeah, with this film because it really, it, it felt like Star Wars to me. It felt like Star Wars. The the things that I wanted to see on the big screen, I, I got it from this short film. Um, and as I'm watching this thing and and thinking about how many people were responding this way, if he wants to do a GoFundMe thing and if he wants to now put in for people, people are gonna chip in and say, I want to see what's next. I want to see what's next. I really do. I think that he. I think he got it. I think this. He knows Star Wars. He understands the characters. And I like to see the script tightened a little bit. But um. But other than that, I'm 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 on board. Did you? Did you? you get a chance to see I haven't it? seen okay. it. Okay. Um, um. I like the spirit. Like as you said, of of creating an independent Star Wars based movie. It's just Darth Vader is a hard sell on me because we've had so much of him. I mean, even if you look at uh, you know, the Clone Wars, it's just. It makes me wish we had more Obi Wan. Yeah, and that's I can't get I can't get around it in my head. Yeah, I mean, but that was the, that's the thing, and I think a lot of people feel how you do, but I don't think that Vader has ever been explored this way on on film at all. He's been explored this way through books and comics, but not in the Clone Wars. Not in it, it, the only way that I've, that I've ever seen. I thought of Lords of the Sith right away, and I thought of the comic book because. It opens up in a way that as I was watching it, I'm like, is he going in Glorious Bastard style here? And he, and he didn't. He, went, he, he did something that the comic book has done. And then he, there's like this separate mission. And I thought that he, he, I mean, I was impressed. I was impressed with how much time, effort, and money that was put into it. And I, I thought that I was going to feel like, you know, I have other fan films. Great effort. Love how much the passion came in, but I, I, if I never saw another one, I wouldn't care. I don't feel like that with this one. I, I was yeah, applauding. People, people I was, loved it. People I loved, loved it. it. I, yeah. I'm one of those people. I loved it. Yeah, people loved it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll put together an Obi-Wan one. Do you want to be the star? My beard will be. Your beard, just, just your beard. <laughs> I'm not the actor to be a, yeah. being an Obi-Wan. So don't write any wampus because you'll probably lose four of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, all but right. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll follow the update. I'm sure uh, you can go to his YouTube channel. He'll update people on when uh, the, when he's going to start working on the next one. Yeah, so go ahead and check that out. I think that it's, it's if you haven't seen it, it's, it's absolutely worth the watch. Um, and go ahead and same thing. Scream out the window. Let us know what you think. Ken, what's next? <laughs> people are reporting many motorists screaming <laughs> Star Wars things out their side of their car. <laughs> Only if you're on podcast yeah. <laughs> you comment otherwise don't I mean, be civilized uh, we got to uh, finally some news yeah, i don't think anything's confirmed but uh uh reports that the cassian andor series will start production in october i do believe it's going to be mostly the offices are based out of new york right now um stephen schiff of course the show runner uh and uh jared bush wrote moana is uh, writing the, the the pilot, and he created the series Bible, and basically yeah. created the series. So, uh, interesting. Uh, no, we don't. You know, we don't have much. We don't have much. I think there's a lot more to this story. I yeah. think this is a confirmation. What you got? I think this is a confirmation that we're not getting a movie in 2020, and maybe even oh, 2021. Yeah. I think this is a confirmation. Yeah, I don't think. Mm. I definitely don't think 2020. I, I'll, I'll put chips down with you on that yeah, one. Yeah, I think there's a. Con- I think that the next movie that you're going to see is the Benioff and Weiss thing, whenever the hell that's announced, and that'll probably be either 2021 or 2022 because they have so much material now with the Mandalorian and this. 
um, and not including the final season of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot and of Star Wars to be had. That this was because when the every year was announced thing, mm-hmm. there were no TV shows in sight. Right. I mean, maybe they were talking about it behind closed doors. Sure. That eventually, we'll get there. But this is a thing now. So I put a stamp on I saw in our in Clutter Jedi Council fan group there was a conversation about someone that put a poll up. Well if we don't if they don't announce they haven't announced a twenty twenty movie yet, do you think that we're gonna get um maybe an animated movie that why release in theaters like we ain't getting a movie in twenty twenty. No. I mean you can take that to the bank I mean, at this point. What do you think? I mean it might be nice actually because we've yeah. had this as much as I love it, we've had one a year and if the last year has proved anything you know maybe people are getting a little bit weary of it and it's time to explore something else artistically yeah and i think that that the television show is that because it's i i mean mandalorian to me i feel i'm starting to feel that kind of buzz that i felt Mm -hmm. when i was looking forward to the force awakens like Mm -hmm. i'm i'm starting to get that feel again of What's a Star Wars TV live action look like? What is that? Like, what's going to happen? How are they going to tie it in? What, I mean, I'm starting to get With those, these folks behind it. I, Nick Nolte is an ugnot. Right. Yeah, yeah, put it on the I've been just waiting for Pedro Pascal to be in a huge project. Yeah. So I'm very excited for this. Me yeah. too. And so that's that's the one that I'm. Now you asked me about Endgame or the Mandalorian. I'm going Mandalorian. That's well, how excited yeah, I am. Yeah, no, you've, you've been on that uh, train for a while there. That, yeah. And I, you're not alone. You're not alone. And that's not a comment on episode nine. It's just I think this is something new, different, excited, and exciting cast. Yeah, Pedro Pascal yeah. is going to be, you know, I love that guy. And, and um, Well, it's the serialized version of what Kim, when Kim said. Like, yeah. What are you talking about as far as like, everything else that ties into Star Wars? Me, man, the Mandalorian, when I'm hooked into episode one, yeah. how's ten going to end? And how am I going to get into season two? And that's why I think that... I think Cassian Andor mm-hmm. comes out in 2020 because mm-hmm. we get we get Mandalorian this year. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Mandalorian yeah. is this year. Cassian's 2020. I think Mandalorian season two will be 2021. Right. And then we jump into our new. Movie. So is this their like Game of Thrones project, and they're just going to focus this way into very high quality television? Oh, the Ben Affleck Weiss. Yeah. Or, no, Ben Affleck Weiss are doing movies. So oh, I mean, um, mean Star Luke, Wars Luke as a film? Oh, yeah. in general. Yeah, I think I think as so. a property. I think they're very much so treating Mandalorian like um, their Game of Thrones pro- project because all the references that have happened inside of that movie, the, the, the casting of Pedro Pascal, right? Mm-hmm. The budget. Every time they mention a budget or anybody, they talk about there hasn't been a big budget show of this magnitude since Game of Thrones and even surpassing that of Game of Thrones. So, yeah, they're, they're very much looking into this as their Game of Thrones show, I think so, for sure. It's not going to be as you know... I know. it's It's got a hand of Disney over it. It's yes. not going to be as crazy. No, but it is going to be... <laughs> I think it's more for... I think it's going to... As we're the resist- resistance mm-hmm. is very much geared towards yeah, a younger demographic. Mm-hmm. This will be uh, older, mm-hmm. for sure. I, I think children obviously still will be able to watch it in 13, 14. Yeah. I think it's going to be geared from like the 12 and up. No one's going to expose their, their lightsaber in this, but yeah, it's going to have <laughs> right. some... Adult themes. <laughs> no, no, I'd be, you know, I'd be okay with that's it. There's the Mandalorian. Look at that. Right. Uh, no, but it's got people excited, and that's and that's fun. That's fun. Okay. Everything. That is it. There is the nose uh, note of Star Wars: Age of Republic. Obi Wan number one is out. Jody Hauser's uh, first up writing the series. A lot of the stuff's going to yeah. be coming in the in the Age of series. 
I missed. I went to my shop to go get Qui-Gon, and it was gone. gone. Sold out. I had not added it to my pool list yet, so I haven't read it. But I read the Darth Maul one, which uh, Jody wrote as well. She wrote the Thrawn adaptation. She is a great writer. A uh, lot of experience in the comic book world. And I think uh, I think the Maul one was really great. I think you would enjoy it. Um, yeah, you know, Kim, I assume you would too. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and uh, the Obi-Wan one, I'm excited about that. So that is out. Cool. Any, and any interest in reading this one? Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, All right let's let's let's, yeah. let's talk to let's talk to I you like guys. It. It's time to talk to you guys. We're live on the YouTube. We're we live. are live. We're live on Twitter. So if you want to hashtag Collider Jedi Council, and of course in the Collider Jedi Council face group on Facebook, we have um, mm-hmm. taken some questions. We're going to go through some stuff. And Ken, what do you got? All right, we got first up from some of these questions that good old Rokey Roke uh, picked. Uh, yeah, you know, good old John Roke. Uh, Will Thomas from the Facebook group asks, "Do you think we'll see another Sith or Dark Side user besides?" Kylo Ren in episode nine. Going back to that speculation, Matt I Smith. Mean, are we going to see any other Jedi? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I don't, one will come with the other. Yeah, that's a good point. I think we'll see more Force users uh, as far as like more broom children. <laughs> no, um, not broom children per se, but I think that may, maybe that there have been some discovered. But I think that I think there'll be twists and turns of people that maybe we didn't think had the Force might have the Force. Um, and then when we get into uh, the dark side, Sith-wise, I mean, I've already said that I think that one way or another, some version of Palpatine will return. So I don't know if that counts, but um, could be whether it's Holocron or... I'd like to see it. I want to see more... I think we'll see mm-hmm. more lightsaber fights in this one. I think that was missing in uh, recently, so I think that'll come back. What do you think, Ken? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. Yeah, I definitely don't want Ray to have a class of students, and I don't think that's going to happen. We've decided, but 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 that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, clearly there's obviously more force users out there, so I'm excited to see. A, I just want I want to make sure we got Ray Kylo. Well, here's another question solved. too, because this used to be a big topic of conversation after Force Awakens, but it seemed to have dropped down since. Do we think that we're ever going to get an explanation of why Ray is so powerful? Right, because I don't. I think we have to have that, right? Like, I, I agree with you. Yes. If you're going to explain, there's other force users. Why is Ray a special force user, why is or is she, she not? So powerful. She's but I think so she powerful. is. Yeah. She is special. I, I think you're right, and I think that that's going to be explained. I think that that's what JJ had in mind, and it looked like they were getting away from that in Last Jedi. But I think they're going to come back to it, and I think we're gonna we're gonna get a reason of why she's as powerful as she is. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, she's just you know she learned quicker than anybody. They they disregarded or maybe didn't disregard too young to start the tra- too old to start the training. Uh, she was way too old to start the training, but she picked it up like that. Mm. And was it just lazy writing, or was there a reason for it? Um, there, I think that I think it's going to be the latter. So, Ken, what do you think? Uh, I think there's there's you can be a you know special a special nobody, and I still think you can connect it. Whether it's connected to some lineage or anything, we'll see. Again, I've always said, however however the story's executed, I'm I'm here for it. You know, yeah. like if it's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the the weird the weird debate on on her you know sprung up after seven about how fast she learned. I, I you know I, I understand it from a certain point of view and. and completely fight against it on the other side but but uh i I think there's some reason i still think it could tie to jakku it'd be fun to tie it to jakku because jakku has some meaning in empire's end and all that stuff there so it'd be interesting to see if there's something something i like that the force answered 
the dark side in some way, or answer the yeah, the force doesn't really choose dark and light right. often. But you know what I mean? Like I, I'd be on board for something being right. there. That there's meaning in the universe. Yeah. yeah. No, All right. Well, you know that's not true. No, that's probably true. not. What's next? <laughs> uh, this is from Eric Mickey at Enigma four six one on Twitter. Should Doctor Afra be a priority to put in live action uh, continually, uh, preferably with the TV show on Disney Plus? She's a fun character. She's out for herself. She can play both sides of the intergalactic war, creating some fun situations. Afra is, I think, high on the list constantly to be put elsewhere, not even just in TV. I think it's. I think it would be a mistake not to use her. I think she is a really interesting, powerful uh, character that has done some really fun things inside of the comic book that has caught on with the fan base that is reading those comics. The reason I think it would be also a mistake if they don't is because you have all these characters that give... Because inside of the television, it's one thing when it's in film where you're just cramming things in there with the exception of, like, say, Saw Gerrera, where they Mm -hmm. used Saw Gerrera because they needed a character that was going to be able to cause this kind of resistance, if you will. And Pablo Hidalgo said, well, we had this guy from Clone Wars and they used him you have and that was for a two hour movie for two series two specific series that could go essentially 30, 40, 50 episodes all of the characters and all the base that you have I get and I think that you should create new characters for the show but you also have new you also have these characters that a lot of fans do not know that aren't they are not familiar with that they've caught on for a reason if you were able to use her inside the same thing with like Ray Sloan or, or Sanjeev or any of these characters, mm-hmm. you can use them. And I hope that they do. So I, I, the answer is I hope that they do. I like her a lot because um, she looks the most like me of all Star Wars <laughs> characters. But I like I want Star Wars to play more into gray characters and not necessarily gray Jedi. But yes, gray Jedi, please do that. Uh, but I, I like this idea that it isn't necessarily black or white yeah. or easily discernible. Well, those are the characters that work on television, too, right? Yeah. You know, those are the ones that – she's done some bad stuff. She's done some Walter White-type yeah. stuff. Um, she, and, and those characters work on television, very much so. And she could have a couple of episodes inside. Now, I'm thinking as far as time period goes, it probably makes more sense to put her in the Cassian Andor series because – that's where that's really where she plays, unless it's yeah. an older an older version of her. Because yeah, I mean it wouldn't be that much older, right? But, I mean, she, she's most known now because she can't introduce in the Vader series, which was after the events of New Hope. We also got some stuff before she's on Tantooine. Uh, I was just reading the comic. I, I, she's a great character, and, and she's great because what you you said, she's kind of in the middle, uh, yeah. and and she also. You know, got a great personality. Jumps off the page. She she has a lot of uh, represents a lot of different things in Star Wars they haven't played with. Yeah, uh, yeah. Including you know, if you bring in Santa Star Wars uh, and their their relationship, deal with that. Um, I think it, I think it would work somewhere. I think you're right. Actually, I think actually, if you now that I think about it, it actually makes more sense for her to be in the Mandalorian because yeah, it could because work. she doesn't when you when she's introduced in the comic book, it's after the events of Episode Four. Yeah, this takes place. Cassian does takes place before Episode Four, mm-hmm. before Rogue One. So it actually makes more sense to have her. I mean, it's only like what five or six it's years. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so it, you, it could work. Yeah, you could make. You could just kind of play into where she was during that time. Yeah, whether Triple Zero BT yeah. will with her be with her as well. Yeah. but yeah, I mean, it, you know, when a character. The fans keep fighting for, and the fan they, they created figures now because people want this character. I mean, Filoni things. Sell, sell. Sorry, go ahead. No, nope, that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, well, Filoni <laughs> toys. Yeah, well, Filoni though. Yeah, 
is an executive producer on this show, <laughs> and he is the guy that was mm. responsible to say, all right, they're calling for Thrawn. Bring him into Rebels. It's, it's, it's That's one of Filoni's strengths. And I think Favreau could be in that, that thing where a lot of times we ask for these connections and we want these connections, and sometimes they come, and they're fans, but like... You know, I don't think J.J. is reading all the comics. No. Definitely Lawrence Kasdan isn't. John Kasdan is, right. but Lawrence is like, I, I don't know. I want more tri-tip. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, Favreau is, you know, I don't know if he's reading all the comics, but you know what I mean? Like, they, they I think are he's having right. conversations and about the comics. And I think sometimes yeah. we, we fans, I think Ryan Johnson is. He, he's, he grew up buying Kenner toys like the rest of us. But I think sometimes when we're like, yeah, Afra should be in this, no one necessarily making that show, not counting story group, is aware of Afro or right. tapped into that. They're just like, oh, cool, we're a professional filmmaker going to make a Star Wars thing. Yeah. This time around with Filoni on board, that's where I'm more interested at some point. Bo-Katan, all that kind of stuff. References could at yes. least show up. And I think there's this misconception, and I certainly had it for a long time, that we hope that everyone inside, you're part of the Star Wars family, that you know everything going on. That you know that there are these TV sh- these, there's these TV shows, there's these uh, comic books, there's these cartoons, th- animation, sorry. There's all this stuff. And if you're part of the team, you must watch all of it. You must read all of it. You have to understand that a lot of the people, whether it's, like you said, a J.J. Abrams, it, it probably has never even picked up one of the new canon mm-hmm. novels and knows nothing about a lot of this stuff. His journey is as far as being a filmmaker. Do I love that? No, I don't. But I've accepted it, that I understand that a lot. And, but mm-hmm. then you get people like, I don't think Filoni has read a lot of the novels and the comics and things, too. I think he's aware of a lot of the characters when they have conversations because he talks to Pablo Hidalgo often. And Pablo Hidalgo and Leland Shade do read all that stuff because yeah. that is their job. <laughs> um, and I think Filoni drops characters like Jason Sindula in the water and goes, have fun with that. Right. Right, and and there's this there's things that you get references to mentioning Champs and Dula, by the way, mm-hmm. Champs and Dula, who, if the, I remember this, we had just read Lords of the Sith, and he's got yeah. a huge part in, the, in that. He's like the main character inside of that novel, mm-hmm. and then there was an episode that came in of Rebels, and he was significantly different. I mean, he was very different. I'm like, no one is reading this novel because obviously mm-hmm. they didn't read it because that's not the same character, which I was mistakenly not paying attention to the, how much time it takes into making these animation shows. By the yeah. time they were already making this, the novel was being written at the same time. Because yeah. then, the next time Champ Simdala came back, he was very much so like the version inside of the novel. So they're trying to keep up with all of it, too. And, it, and yeah. it's, it's pretty daunting if you think about it as, on their side. I mean, if you go too far into that, it could be kind of that, you know, when a committee is running something and it turns out pretty... Poor, not artful, nothing special. Yeah. So maybe it's good that they don't all convene about everything. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it. I'm going to just hold judgment until I find out what is happening inside of these. It's another reason I'm very excited about the television series because there's just so much opportunity to be able to do that. Because I've also been a lot more understanding inside of the film aspect. Is you've only have so much time. You have two hours and fifteen minutes or whatever yeah. it is to fit in everything that you need to fit in, especially in episode nine. So that's why I'm not concerned if they don't put Anakin in or Darth Vader in, and they don't tie it all together. Like you have once, what just what are the stories you're going to focus on? 
make them good, and then I can geek out over my canon stuff on the TV shows because that's when you have enough room to play. Because eventually, if the show is very popular, which we all believe it will be, uh-huh. and you go three, four, five seasons, you have a lot of time to put in more characters like they did in Rebels. Like, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That, and we're more used to that kind of storytelling now. Yeah. You know, I, I make all my jokes and one about Red Dead Redemption 2, but that was, you know, what, an 80-hour movie played out in my, you know? Right. And you can have time to kind of weave things back and forth. That's why, you know, going back to something like Lost, serialized television, uh, Star Trek uh, Next Generation was kind of the first to really go, yeah, week to week, you can follow us along. Um, we are just more interested in that as audiences now. That's true. You know? All right, let's do one more. One more. Okay, I was going to go live to Facebook because uh, I, I sometimes forget to do that. That's and now uh, I want to end with a fun one here. Mike DiMarino asks, all right, Lucasfilm just called. You got the acting part in Star Wars you wanted. Just to confirm, what part is it? <laughs> Hands down a Sith Lord. Hands down. Sith Lord, Hands Darth down. Harloff is here. I've always thought about what I could play. Mm-hmm. I think I could be Rose Tico's sister, Paige, because no. she has no lines and dies right away, and that's my acting ability. <laughs> <laughs> you, how about you? I, if I got the beard, I want to be some kind of crusty bartender. Yeah, I like far that. end of the galaxy. Hammered maybe, on blue too. milk. Yeah, I hammered on blue milk. Um, but I wouldn't mind, you know, I love my Imperial officers. Uh, Moff Jer Gerard's one of my oh, favorite yeah. characters. Captain Moden Kennedy. Shave. Uh, I'll put on those little hats and the little gray suit, and I will act befuddled and like I'm frustrated in my middle management life. Every time you say Kennedy, I wish he would have survived, man. He was so good. He's so uh, good. Mark Lewis Jones. Shaga loves axes. Shaga loves axes. All right, everybody. That was our first episode of Collider Jetta Council in the new year of 2019. Thank you for joining us today. Make sure you comment, share if you're not listening to us on the podcast feed, please do so. Make sure that you go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you can find podcasts and make sure you go ahead and download us. I'd like to thank the council today, starting off with our guest, Kim Horcher. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at, at Kim Scorcher or Instagram at, at Kim Horcher. Mr. Kalo. Kalo? Kalo? Kalo. 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 It's a new diet I'm Where trying. Where can I find just you, Kalo? Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Ken Napsack, napsackfiles.podomatic.net. Motivations with Ken. Ah, you know the rest. The rest. And for me, you can find me on January 12th at the Comedy Store, 1 o'clock at where? That's right, the Schmodown Awards. And there are tickets still available, limited though for fans, because right now we're going to, there's going to be every single person that competed over the year. They're going to be bringing guests. We're doing the whole dress up thing. It's going to be a big award show. We hope that you guys can make it. If you'd like to go, and the tickets, I believe there's some tickets still available, go on over to Eventbrite. Eventbrite, and or just, you can just Google Eventbrite Schmodown and it'll pop up. But there's a few tickets left. You can get them now. It's January 12th. It's at the comedy store is going to be a lot of shenanigans and we hope you can join us so thank you guys really appreciate it for the first show we're happy you joined us may the force be with you always stay little chico pit bull mr 305 better said mr worldwide and i'm here to tell you about my new podcast from negative to positive brought to you by my friends over at state farm i believe that to have success you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you you know the biggest risk you take is not taking one It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds.
Why do you with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.